Hello and welcome to the Seekers World, the place where the young people, pioneer, explorer, and scientism learn something new or explore the world. This is your host Shumakshi Sharma. Let's start our next chapter of the book My Journey, Transforming Dreams into Actions, written by A. P. J. Abdul Kalam. Chapter Four. Three great hearts resolve a problem. My childhood town of Rameshwaram is a small island. Its highest spot is the top of a hill called Gandhamadana Parvatham. Standing there, you could see the whole of Rameshwaram stretched out around you. Lush green coconut palms swaying everywhere. The sea in the distance and the looming gopuram of the Ramanathi Swami Temple presiding over the skyline. It was a quiet town then. The people made their livings from either fishing or coconut farming, and from the tourism that occurred due to presence of the temple. Rameshwaram is one of the holiest pilgrimage spots for many Indians, and the town was almost always full of pilgrims and tourists. The small local population consisted of mostly Hindu household. with a sprinkling of muslim like us and christian too each community lived in healthy contentment next to the other the division and vicissitudes of the outside world rarely made their way here the daily papers brought news of upheavals and communal fault lines being drawn elsewhere but here life continued at its age or luxurious pace This quiet harmony had been in place for generations. My father loved to tell us the story of our great great grandfather who once saved the ideal of the Ramanatha Swami temple. The story went that on a certain festival day the vigraha or idol would be taken out of the sanctum sanctuarium and carried in a procession around the temple precincts. The temple has a number of tanks dotted in and the idol was taken around the periphery of these tanks too during one such procession in a sequence of events no one remembers clearly anymore the vigraha fell into the tank what a calamity that was people stood rooted in horror imagining imagining the wrath of the gods falling upon them very soon One person however did not lose his presence of mind my great great grandfather he leapt into the tank and retrieved the ideal in no time the gratitude of the priest and other temple officials was overwhelming yes he was a muslim and yes caste and religious purists about would be horrified at the most sacred element of the temple being handled by someone not authorized to do so but none of these feelings were articulated instead my great great grandfather was treated like a hero the temple also made a proclamation that from on now on at the festival the temple would give mudal maryadae to him This was a rare honor for anyone, let alone for someone from a different religion. It meant that on each such festival day, 
the temple would first honor or give maryadai to my great great grandfather this tradition went for years and years and the maryadai would be given to my father too this sense of harmony continued into later years like i have mentioned in another chapter my father had a ferry business in which pilgrims were taken to dhanushkodi our ferry service was used by the temple too my father was the imam of the rameshwaram mosque he was a deeply devout man with complete and utter faith in the quran he inculcated all the habits of the good muslim in his children and indeed did in his entire family for the people of the town he was a philosopher and guide someone they could turn to with their problems whether spiritual or otherwise one of his closest friend was the priest of the ramanath swami temple pakshi lakshmanam shastri shastrigal was not only the priest but also a very learned man well versed in vedic knowledge i still remember his visage perfectly he was well dressed in the traditional attire of a temple priest in his dhoti and ang vastram on his head he sported the mandatory tuft of the brahmans the kudumi he was one of the kindest most gentle man i knew there was a third person who was an important in the spiritual life of our little community and that was father bodal the priest of the lone church in the town he was an as involved in the welfare of the church goers of rameshwaram as my father and shastrigal and as concerned about the need for harmony and peace in rameshwaram the memory of these three learned men i still etched in my mind i can still see them one in his turban and imam's cloak another in his dhoti and the third in his cassock they met every friday evening at around 4:30 and discussed matters of religion and the happenings of the town sometimes people came to visit them at that time with specific issues to be resolved or the three men kept each other apprised of anything that could potentially threaten the peace among the people and together they tried to work out ways of clearing miscommunication or scouting rumors before they assumed dangerous proportion the fundamental requirement for peace effective communication among sections of the people was always kept alive by these three Patri- uh, patriarchs their discussions ranged over a number of topics the freedom movement that was taking the country in an entirely new direction the attitude of the british government to the calls of the nationalists and how all this affected us concerned them deeply they quietly suited the society around them making it a harmonious whole where everyone could have an opportunity to speak freely to them one incident from my childhood brought this reality close to my life i was then about 8 years old and studying in the third standard my best friend was ramanda shastri arivandan and shiv prakashan all of them were brahmans and ramananda in fact was pakshi lakshman shastri's son we led the usual life of school boys 
spending most of the day together in the classroom and outside like all good friends aj was incomplete if any at any time one of us was, was absent and we could not share with each other the minute details of all that is important for boys of that age in the classroom we sat near one another and namanadhan and i shared the same bench before i st- proceed with the main story i would like to sketch a portrait of my school which holds such beautiful memories of days of innocence and mischief and learning for me it was called the rameshwaram panchayat primary school and i attended it from 1936 to 1944 it was situated near the seashore and was not the most sturdy building certainly parts of it were built with bricks but the roof was thatched but it was the only school in rameshwaram in those days and all the children of the town studied there we were 400 boys and girls in total yes this school was an unimpressive building and scanty amenities but it was an interesting place nonetheless teachers particularly those who taught history geography and science were loved by the students why because they loved teaching and ensured that each one of us excelled in our studies to give equal attentions to the 55 children in each class could not have been an easy task they did not want us to only earn good marks in our exams they also wanted us to develop a love for the subjects they taught us we saw the light of purity shining in our teachers even if one student was absent for a day they would go to their parents and inquire about the child's welfare and the reason for his not coming to school if one of us got high marks the teacher would be the first person to go to our homes and share the information with our parents my school was a happy place all of us who started our schooling there completed our studies till the 8th standard I don't remember even a single person dropping out. These days when I visit schools both big and small all across the country, I tell them that true quality does not come from the great building or great facilities or great advertisements. It happens when education is imparted with love by great teachers. To return to my story, schools of that time particularly small ones like mine did not have uniforms. we were free to wear any traditional items required by our religion my father ramanathan sported, sported a tuft or kudumi like his father later when he grew up he too became the pri- uh, priest of the temple after his father i went to school wearing my little woven skull cap like all muslim boys of the town not once had any of us either noticed or remarked upon this When we were in the 3rd standard there was a great excitement in our lives we had a new teacher at school in a small self-contained community this was a matter of much excitement and discussion we students were agog with anticipations to know what our new teacher would be like would he be strict or lenient quick-tempered or patient We could not wait for him to start teaching us and the first day he came to the classroom all our eagerness spilled forth
The teacher was also a Hindu, a Brahmin. As soon as he entered the classroom, he cast a quick appraising eye over us all, perhaps taking in the diverse attire of his bunch of boys. Today I think he must have missed no- noticing the bright eyes and eager smiles of the children. Strangely, those are the first things that strike me when confront- confronted by the by a room full of children. But our new teacher was quick to get down to business. He walked to the front of the class and the first people his eyes settled on were Ramanathan and I. We were the star pupils, always eager to learn and participate and sat right in front. His eyes lingered on my cap and on Ramanathan tufts. A look of annoyance, even disbelief washed over his face. Without giving any reason, he demanded to know my name. When I told him, I was prematurely told to gather my things and move to the back row, for reasons none only to him. I felt sad, even humiliated. I wondered why this had happened. Ramanathan was in tears. I still recall his large eyes awash with tears as I picked up my books and moved away from him. But neither of us was ready to let this go unreported. That very day, I told my father about it, and Ramanathan told his father too. The man was shocked and dismayed. This meant against everything they had worked for. A teacher who was supposed to be an who was supposed to be imparting knowledge and opening up our minds was instead doing just the opposite. We had rarely seen these two mild-mannered gentlemen so agitated. They immediately spoke to one another and confirmed the details of the incident. The next Friday, when dusk was falling, they met as usual. Father Bordel was present too. The teacher had been summoned and presented himself in the gathering darkness as they turned into night. My father and sister girl told him in no uncertain terms that was scrouge of religious divisions which was disturbing india's fabric in other parts of the country would not be allowed to grow here they would not allow children to be segregated they would certainly not tolerate anyone who made religion a divisive factor instead of being inclusive and they would never let this infect the minds of the youngest members of the society all of this was conveyed to our teacher with dignity and courtesy would he wa- would he want to see himself as a man of knowledge to whom the future of the country could be entrusted he was asked our teacher stood silent thinking then finally he spoke yes he acknowledged he had tried to separate the two boys and no he had not bothered to think through the consequences of his actions when he did so this was the way he had seen society being structured around him always and he was just blindly following the rules no one had ever thought him otherwise or made him see the futility of the divisions he promised to rectify the wrong he had done the very next day and he did do so this was how 
I had the first hand experience of the way the three religious elders settled a matter firmly and openly. They made the problem go away without letting it grow and fester. The essence of good management in any situations I later learned. It was also the first glimmer of a thought that was shaped me since that is must always be our inner conviction and strength to believes that dictate our actions external forces temptations and counsels will always be denied into us but those among us who can stand up to what we inherently believe to be good and right will finally be at peace with ourselves our country needs citizens who trust their individuality who cannot be manipulated by people with unscrupulous agendas as far as the fact of my religion is concerned from rameshwaram i followed my destiny that took me into the world of science and technology i was always a believer in science but the spiritual atmosphere of my youth was stayed with me i well understand different points of view particularly about god I have read and assimilated the knowledge contained in different religious texts from the Quran to the Gita to the Holy Bible. Together they have made me a product of this unique land of ours, a syncretic creation of the best of our diverse traditions. And if ever I am asked what it is like to be a Muslim in this country, I can point to the people I grew up with my father. Sastregal and Father Bordel, indeed many others like them whom I I met later, how who have upheld the religious and moral standards of our nation, in their own ways they have contributed to make our ours a country we can justly proclaim to be a multi-religious, multi-ethnic nation where there is space for each of us to breathe. Yes. we have deep problems and fissures being created daily but if the generations should come remember the stories of people like my great great grandfather and the imam and priest of the rameshwaram of long ago i am sure we will continue to survive and thrive as a secular democracy forever